As we transition to the new year, we have a whole new year of wrestling awaiting for us. It's a good time to look back and reflect on some of the best of 2023. It was a great year for wrestling, not just WWE, but all around and all promotions. Let's talk about it. Welcome back to another episode of the Thank God for Wrestling podcast, our 2023 reflection video. I am co-host number one, CJ McClure. Co-host two of two, Johnny King. I'm just getting right into it. Johnny, what is your match of the year? My match of the year um, is Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay at Forbidden Door 2023 um, for the um, IWGP US Championship. Yeah, man, this match it was it was long, but it did not feel long because they kept you entertained the whole the whole time. It was just action packed, storytelling at its finest. They were in Canada. Um, uh, well, Osprey is the obnoxious Brit versus the hometown boy Kenny Omega. Um, bro, it was just it was just it was just uh move after move. It was trade off after trade off. It was spot after spot. Uh, well, Osprey hit Kenny Omega with. The one being Angel, Kenny kicked out at one. Um, the storytelling in this match was just insane. Um, yeah, man, like this is this is just the start of of Will Osprey's many, many, many great matches that are to come when after he signs after he comes back to AEW. Um, but yeah, man, that is my match of the year. I I was watching that match in complete awe of like this is art, bro. I was like watching this, I was like this is art. This is what wrestling should be. So, yeah, that's my match of the year. Before I get into my match of the year and all my subjects, I guess just for disclaimer, I am basing all of my picks for these categories on rewatchability. So most of these stuff is what I have rewatched the most and why I'm picking it. My match of the year is Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I've said it before on this channel, and I will say it again. When the crowd cheers, when the bell rings, you know it's going to be a banger. You mm -hmm. know it's going to be a good match. Mm -hmm. History has proven that. I mean, not only was this a good match, but it was a great story. I mean, the pacing of this match was great. You know, Roman kind of dominating for most of it. And then Cody, back body drop through the table. Cody's got a chance, you know, from Michael Cole. And then when it kind of turned into a kickout fest, just from big move after big move, but just... How they did their big moves, though. Cody countering the Superman punch into the pedigree. Cody jumping off the top rope into the Superman punch. I mean, it, it gave me such goosebumps, man. And not to mention Michael Cole's commentary in this match. Mm -hmm. But when Roman gets up and is going for the spear, and it, Corey Graves said at the same time, when he said, it's like, Heyman's reminding Reigns that it's time. And right when Roman did the ooh-ah, I mean, whole stadium did it with him because mm. like even though everyone was really or at least the majority was rooting for cody still doing this for roman still mm. doing the ooh with him still counting one two anytime roman went for the cover i mean the the two faces of the company mm. i mean roman is the face but cody is the next modern day john cena now when it comes to that baby face mm -hmm. and I, you know, and going into this match was the first time in years that I didn't know who was going to win, genuinely. 
And that's the beauty of it, man. When you when wrestling isn't like then the outcome isn't predictable. That's the beauty of it. Like even now, assuming they still go with the rematch of Cody and Roman at WrestleMania 40, I still think it's 50-50. Who's to say that they're not gonna change last minute and want to have Roman break the record, break Hogan's record specifically? Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it. I mean, there's so many directions they can go, and there's not a doubt in my mind they'll put on another banger. Yeah. So transitioning now to male wrestler of the year, we talked about this in our top 10 video, but nonetheless, Johnny, you're a male wrestler of the year. Yeah, so my male wrestler of the year is not my top. It wasn't my number one for my top 10 uh, wrestler of the year. My male wrestler of the year is MJF. Just because bro carried AEW. AEW would have plummeted if MJF was not a part of the company this year. Um, The match he's put on, the feuds he was able to do, the stories he was able to create, the way he also showed not only is he a, a wrestler, he's a sports entertainer, the stuff he did with Adam Cole, um, and just the way that that whole story developed, like, he really put the company on his back and he showed why he is a, a must-need, a commodity in the wrestling world. So that's why he's my wrestler of the year. Totally understandable. Very quickly for me, my male wrestler of the year is Gunther. You know, I said in the top 10 video, if you haven't already seen it, this man has elevated the IC title, and Johnny, I have to agree with him, is that IC title is arguably more prestigious than the World Heavyweight title compared to Seth Rollins. I mean, this man has brought so much validity back to wrestling. Banger after banger after banger. Gunther is the future. Mm-hmm. So now, with that being said, Johnny, who is your female wrestler of the year? My female wrestler of the year was Rhea Ripley. Um, She is the Women's World Champion. She is the f- face of monday night uh she is the face of the judgment day the leader of the judgment day i don't care what anybody says she's the leader she calls the shot she makes the decisions she has put on bangers arguably like i said the best match with charlotte flair at wrestlemania um yeah man Rhea ripley is she's really carried monday nights uh especially like even before before we had punk like it's been Rhea and seth those are the two monday night hitters and gunther um yeah, man, she showed why she is one of the best at what she does. So, yeah. Same here. My female wrestler of the year is Rhea Ripley. Everything you just said, I mean, won the women's Rumble match, five-star match at Charlotte WrestleMania, carried Raw, carried the Judgment Day, just showing why mommy's mommy, bro. I mean, just how strong this woman is and arguably put on a good match with anybody. Match. Match with Raquel was a bit of a dud, but no, no rest was perfect. So, yeah, I mean, took the words out of my mouth that she was number one. Uh, she was the top female wrestler on my top 10 wrestler list. Mm-hmm. Who or what is your rivalry of the year? My rivalry of the year is Roman versus Cody. Just because the whole aura built around it and the WrestleMania match in general um i just think that i don't know bro like as as more and more as time goes on i'm like maybe they just should have had cody win like because like what has cody really done since then that's been crazy great this like the feud with brock was okay like cool like but like Roman has not done anything. He hasn't done anything. He has he had a couple he's had a few matches, the Blind Civil War and stuff, but what has he done that has been greater than the match at WrestleMania? Nothing. So this match this robbery is obviously going to continue in 2024, but 
I think that that build up to that WrestleMania and that WrestleMania match in general was one of the best ever. Um, Cody coming back to WWE, trying to finish the story. Roman Reigns, top of the mountain. Was Cody able to knock him off? No. Will Cody knock him off? Eventually, I think yes. Do I think 2024 will be the year? I do. But then again, like you said, I still think it's 50-50 just because Roman is at such a spot right now where it's like, do we really want to knock him off what he's done? Um, so, yeah, man, I think that this will, was my uh, feud of 2023 and will eventually continue to evolve in the year 2024. I think that is a completely valid pick. I completely understand. But for my rivalry of the year, I don't see have to go with Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns. No, I'll take it. Maybe maybe cheat a little bit and just say Sami Zayn versus the Bloodline because Sami did have a relationship with every single. I mean, the only guy he didn't really have a segment with was Solo. Mm-hmm. You know, after he left the Bloodline, mm-hmm. but one of the top moments of the year, you know, was when he hit Roman with the chair, the Royal Rumble. I mean, just like just that was that was really the main event, not Roman versus Kevin. The main event was that fifteen minute segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You know, and just just the storytelling of Roman shoving his face, being the bully that he is, and going, "What's wrong with you? Mm. What's wrong with you?" And they they got in each other's face a little bit, like Sammy. Sammy's nuts dropped, and I mean, he mm. like got like in his face. Like Sammy mm-hmm. was actually kind of starting to get tired of it, and then call back to the Shield, hit him with the chair, and then I mean, that's that stadium just erupted. Jay storytelling with it, and. To quote Michael Cole, there is very few times where the stars align in wrestling. Cody versus Roman is one of them. By all means, like lightning struck twice at the Elimination Chamber in WrestleMania in Roman's matches. But in Sammy's hometown and just how they needed, they wanted, they had to see Sammy beat him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was Sammy's. You don't think Sammy Zayn's a main event wrestler? Go back and watch that match. For sure. Granted, a little bias because obviously it's in his hometown. But the, but if you don't want biasness, go watch the main event of WrestleMania and the tag team match with Sami Zayn. I mean, like that match proved that Sami Zayn does have it. He may not have the perfect body, the godlike body that Roman has, but Sami could put on a good match and as a wrestler. And and not to mention the feud carried over after WrestleMania, going into Night of Champions mm-hmm. with the tag team championship match when Roman hit a thousand days, when Roman and Kevin defended and beat Solo and Roman. Mm-hmm. The feud kept going, and then boom, that was it. Sammy did win in the end. Mm-hmm. He may have not won the world title, but he did win. And he made a good point to Roman. He said, You can hold the title for another thousand days, but it doesn't change the fact that we won. Mm-hmm. We won this match. We retain our tag titles against you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just I I I just think just barely same for me sammy and roman had more emotion than roman and cody no for sure i agree with that i agree with that and i think the reason why we love sammy Zayn is because like he is just like a normal guy like same reason why people love daniel bryan on the yes movement he was the underdog normal looking dude same why why people like eddie kingston like he may not have the perfect body but he knows how to put on a good fight so yeah I, i agree with that i agree with that now transitioning to what is your segment of the year? I'm gonna say my segment of the year, the CM Punk Seth Rollins face off. Completely valid. Everybody was waiting for it. I honestly did not think that they were gonna pull the trigger so quick, and they kind of made you wait for it. 
Uh, after CM Punk signed his contract, they acted like they were going to go to commercial or like CM Punk's music was going to play. And then you hear Seth Rollins burn it down. And then the whole, everybody knew it was going to happen, bro. The trade-off, not even really trade-off because Seth Rollins completely obliterated CM Punk for maybe like a good three minutes before CM Punk could get the mic. He literally said, I hate you. I, I don't want you here. Um, but if you're here, I'm going to show you why that there's levels to this. And then CM Punk said, this is going to be the one time where you get to talk to me disrespectfully and get away with it. And that setup for this feud that we're going to eventually get will be, in my opinion, it's going to be feud of the decade. If they execute it right, it could be feud of the decade. Because these two guys have real life animosity between each other. That has been going on for years now. Um, CM Punk coming back, calling this place his home. Seth Rollins saying, this is not your home. You walked out of this place. You let all these people down. This is my home. I've been here fighting, defending my championship every single week. So, yeah, man, that's my segment of the year. And just to kind of keep talking about that for a few minutes, I think this is going to be the feud that revigor. I can't. I can't use English. Re reinvigorates. Is that, yeah, yeah. Reinvigorates Seth's world title run for sure. For sure. And like like you said, the fact that these guys don't really like each other in real life, more so Seth does not like Punk for mm -hmm. sure, mm -hmm. but. Tell, tell me this, Johnny. Why is it the wrestlers that don't like each other in real life typically put on the best matches? And, and they're actually... Yeah, real emotion, bro. Real emotion. Right. Faking it. They're, they're, they're literally... And in the back of their mind, you know that there's a part of them that's like, I want to hurt them for real in a way. Like they're putting on these, they're putting on these, these, these matches that, that they know that has real emotion tied towards them. Yeah, you put it. You really did put it best. I mean, and it, it, what's going to be the beauty of this feud is that they're going to blur the lines between fiction and reality. Mm -hmm. Seth already did that. There was some truth to what Seth said. Yeah, Punk was pretty toxic over the years. Mm -hmm. He was. He was toxic. He was bitter. I think we talked about it before when we've had Punk videos. In my opinion, I I think Punk and WWE and Vince and Hunter at the time they just all had different perspectives. It was just all relative. Mm -hmm. And I think it was just a case of two wrongs to make a right. Yeah, for sure. But but there's validity and and stuff to stuff to what Seth said. Seth has still been here. You yeah. know, like Seth has publicly said, like, yeah, I feel like I deserve a main event WrestleMania. I feel like I deserve longer world title runs, but I just did what I was told. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's that's what I respect about guys like Seth and even Roman. I mean, Roman said at one point that he was getting tired of all the crap that Vince is throwing at it. Like 2019, worst year of Roman Reigns' career. For sure. But he he did what he was told. He did business. To quote Undertaker, because Undertaker said this, if you just do what you're told, you were going to be more respected for it than actually arguing what you think you should do. Mm -hmm. So there's validity to what Seth said. But there's validity to both sides. I mean, like, it's it's really all relative and like you said i think they're gonna sneak in some shots here and there on each other like some legit punches and slaps and chops i mean and like you said if done correctly it's gonna be the two best in the world like putting on a five-star classic if not better no literally but my segment of the year this may come a surprise coming from me a segment between MJF and Adam Cole building up to all in. Okay. Specifically the one where MJF said, I love you like a brother, but a win at Wembley will make me legendary. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
nothing really over the top for i mean first they talked about the ring of honor tag team title match and then they transitioned to their match against each other and you know when they say story time with adam cole baby story time with the devil with mjf these guys are genuinely good on the mic and genuinely do tell good stories mm-hmm. when they're speaking like mm-hmm. like from a literal literal sense mm-hmm. putting on matches absolutely adam cole and nxt mjf and AEW. i mean they put on great matches and just Again, I say it all the time. This was their story before Adam got injured to mm-hmm. compete with the bloodline. Mm-hmm. This was their story to get the casual fans like me into AEW. And I was invested. I mean, like, I I watched that segment repeatedly. And the, the last few minutes of their catchphrases with, well, I'm pretty sure the best man is going to win because my name and doing saying what mjf always says and the crowd goes and you know it and then adam immediately responding going well that's interesting because i'm pretty sure your new aw world champion mm-hmm. i mean great segment man and plus i felt like i had to put some aw content on here for a little bit for this list and that that was just one of my favorite moments from aw this year for sure for sure chant of the year I'm gonna go with the yeah, the yeah movie. Same here. Yeah. Same here. L.A. Knight. He he has uh, this very reminiscent of Stone Cold Steve Austin in the what in the what chance. Um, whenever L.A. Knight throws a punch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's very it's it's simple. It's it's effective and it's taken the the WWE universe by storm. I mean, even his merch is just, yeah, like it's one of the best selling yeah. on WWE shop. So yeah, man, it's simple. That's all it is. Yeah, I mean, I I don't feel like I need to say much. I mean, just, I mean, yeah, let me talk to you. But yeah, specifically, it's chant of the year. I think Yeet is a close runner up for sure. I just don't feel I just don't feel like Yeet runs off like rolls off the tongue quite as good as Yeah does, especially mm-hmm. the way LA Knight delivers it. Mm-hmm. But just especially because like it's a good way to still keep you invested in the way when he's talking and cutting mm-hmm. a promo, like feeling like an orca because I made it that way. Yeah, whole place says it. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're waiting. They're like, I cannot wait to say yeah when mm-hmm. LA Knight's out there. Like, like in in the fans' mind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, chant of the year. Yeah, for sure. And uh, our final category: your PLE of the year or pay per view of the year, whatever you want to call it. Mine is is NXT No Mercy. NXT No Mercy. Carmelo versus Ilya. Um, Tiffany versus um Becky. Bro, like. I don't really got else, anything else to say, bro. Two great matches in itself. Like that Ilya Mello match is probably my top one of in my top five match of the year, bro. Like they put on a banger. Bro. I remember we talked about it when it happened. Like we were watching that, and I was like, "This is what wrestling is made. This is what wrestling is." Like that feeling you get when you know you're watching a classic before your eyes is crazy. And yeah, man, I'm excited to see Ilya's champion now. I'm excited to see what they do with him. I don't think he has too much time in NXT left. I'm gonna be honest. Um, same thing with Melo, man, and Braun. Like they're gonna call him up sooner or later. But those two matches, bro, Chef's kiss. Totally valid pick. I mean, I remember when we were talking about No Mercy. I mean, we we were like kids. I mean, mm-hmm. talking about it, like how excited we got. NXT No Mercy is definitely in my top five. I'm going with the cliche pick though i gotta go with wrestlemania but specifically okay. wrestle wrestlemania night too okay that's if, if you if you really want to split hairs i mean 
I mean, this was the best WrestleMania of the two night system so mm-hmm. far. For by sure. far. This is the best WrestleMania since WrestleMania 28. I think this WrestleMania is in the same conversation as 28 and 17. That's mm-hmm. my hot take. But night two specifically, you got Bianca and Asuka putting on a solid good match. You got what some people call match of the year, the triple threat IC title match. Mm-hmm. Most people say that stole the show. You got a fantastic main event with Roman and Cody. Just, I, I mean, Triple H just went. No, for real, bro. You know, no, for WrestleMania. And Sean, did, and Sean did the same in No Mercy, of course. But just, I just got to go with that. I mean, like WrestleMania, I mean, especially because last year was the last WrestleMania. And 2022 was the last WrestleMania when Vince was in charge. Eh, the only thing I remember from that one was Cody returning against Seth Rollins. No, literally. Yeah, I mean, I like, like, day, but like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. was a dud. I mean, I know Pat McAfee and Austin Theory actually turned out much better than expected, but I mean, but this year, WrestleMania 30, and not to mention the build up, doing all the Hollywood uh-huh. spoofs again uh-huh. and parodies like they did back at WrestleMania 21 was a great call to bring that back. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania really just felt like a big deal again. No, it did. Like, this WrestleMania, like, bro, even the theme song, the weekend song, the uh, the the Hollywood song they had, bro, like, it, like, you were excited. That week leading up to Mania, bro, like, you just couldn't wait to watch. Like, right. every, those two nights, bro, I blocked off everything. I went to the gym early. I made sure by the time WrestleMania starts, I was showered and in front of the TV, bro. Like, it was that big of a deal. And all I can hope is that WrestleMania 40 is even bigger and better than it. I mean, the big 4-0. WrestleMania is getting in his 40s now, but hopefully Triple H cooks even more. You know, I, I, I've noticed a trend that every 10 WrestleManias, it's usually pretty good. Yeah. And I, I, I hope it's the same. And with all that being said, I just want to take this time as we kind of reflect and transition to the new year. We have done this podcast for six months now, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. I was very excited to gain a hobby to just talk about wrestling, but I've gained a friend in that. First off, I just want to say, Johnny, thank you for being a big part of my year in 2023 and helping me grow in my faith. And I want to thank all 51 of you subscribers that are that have been sticking with us. Thank you for all those of you that have still watched us on and listened to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We are very excited to go into 2024 and talk about what's going to happen this year with you guys. And we're going to do our best to continue to give content out to you guys and give our hot takes, whether we agree or disagree. This is the beauty of it. Thank you all so much for sticking with us. Thank God for wrestling. Yes, sir. God has blessed me with a brother, brother in wrestling, brother in Christ, just person to talk to, not only about wrestling, but about life. And, bro, I'm excited to see where we go. This is – we're not in rush in any means. Like, uh, we're just taking it – video by video step by step we're just doing what we love we don't want it to ever feel like it's a job we just want to feel like that we're doing something fun so thank you guys for sticking with us we're going to keep pushing content out um yeah man happy new year everybody make sure to like comment subscribe yeah man thank god for wrestling we'll see you on the next one